this will be supernatural. You know, super natural. Natural. No ghost whooping, <laughs> right? No ghost whooping, right? Right? If you know, you know. Young right. bucks listening to this, right. they, you know, go back to nope. 1990. Welcome, welcome back to the cafe i'm your musical barista rod the magnificent and i'm back with another episode i got the homie <laughs> the poet let's go so i'm gonna just let you introduce <laughs> yourself my brother what up man my name is kanaya man uh other people will know me as hostage explain the name a little bit so people are not disturbed of course when i really fell in love with poetry and started writing i always felt like the um the art would come and get me. So no matter where I was, no matter what I was doing, if I had to stop and write it, if I had to wake up in the middle of the night, I had to do it. It would take me hostage. So that's why I always named myself hostage. 1914 is the zip code, area code where I'm from. It's uh, 914. And uh, obviously it's a pivotal date in history, uh, but that's not why I named myself that. Um, it's just where I'm from. You know what I mean? Whoa. So, yeah. You hit me with a curveball there. I thought you was just like, 1914 that sound cool that's the that's the mark uh, right there you know yeah. i didn't know that was an actual block yeah yeah, yeah. it's area area code nine one from yeah. where i'm from um westchester county we are you know about 40 minutes outside of manhattan about uh 25 minutes outside the bronx uh so mm. that, that includes obviously mount vernon yonkers uh yeah yeah, yeah. all my new york listeners going crazy right now <laughs> <laughs> Before we get into it, though, y'all know what to do. Hit that subscribe button, hit the like, hit the follow, hit the bell, all that other good stuff so you can get notifications whenever I drop a new episode of Coffee and Beats. Um, I, I just want to start off with, sure. I start off every show, coffee. <laughs> Are you a coffee guy? Are you a tea guy? Are you a Starbucks guy, a Dunkin' Donuts guy? What, what what are you going with it, man? It's it's field yeah. service. Uh, I tried to get into coffee. Uh, I just it didn't really affect, you know what I mean. I didn't I didn't really like it. Uh, maybe I just didn't give enough time to find something that I like. But tea, big tea guy, every day two two cups at least. I drink I drink this uh, this, this uh, tea called uh, English breakfast. It's called Awake, uh, made by Tazo. Uh, they got some good stuff and uh it packs a punch definitely enough caffeine in there for you it's nice and dark and yeah i get into it man sometimes i the loose tea you know what i mean get yeah. some of the loose tea you can make your own little batch you know what i mean some of the That's loose tea, stuff like that yeah 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 it's dope i like it man yeah i like tazo they got some of the best flavors we actually used it for our open mic man you would have been in heaven <laughs> uh, uh, yeah uh yeah the, shout out to the wifey she made this drink it was actually so what we did was we had hot coffee and then we had cold tea so if you want iced tea she used the tazo and combined it with some stuff that she came up with and man her friends was buzzing about it man they were like oh my goodness this is good they drunk drunk that more than the coffee you know so what about you you a coffee guy so here's the thing i i kind of never was a huge coffee guy growing up right I didn't really get into coffee until the pandemic. 
I'm a huge soda guy. I love soda, right? That's okay. my weakness. So when I'm, right. I'm, I'm right now doing a diet, I'm in a competition <laughs> with a bunch of brothers who can lose right. the most weight. I love my caffeine. And I'm like, man, what's the alternate? So I started getting into to coffee. I was drinking a lot of Starbucks before the pandemic. It wasn't until the pandemic I already set it down and realizing it. Like, I can't go a day without getting my Starbucks. It's hard, you know, it was hard with the pandemic. So yeah, yeah, yeah it was. I'm like, you know what, let yeah. me get into making my own stuff. And I was started shopping, making my own concoctions and everything. I found out about Amazon having all these different flavors and I got I got hooked. I got addicted. Really? So yeah, yeah, during that pandemic, I would see long lines outside of Starbucks. Long <laughs> lines. <laughs> and I ain't got time for that. Yeah. I might as well make my own. And, exactly. And get it over with. My wife's more of the tea person, so uh, she she does her tea. She got that Earl Grey. She got that constant comment, you know. Okay. So okay. she she gets into it. So yeah, real quick, um, before we get into the album, uh, what inspired you to like really get into poetry get locked in to poetry i was growing up man i I'm a baby boy in the family so i got two older sisters um so when i came when, when my I, I get home before my my middle sister get home watch my little cartoons or whatever as soon as she come home she bullied me bullied me grabbed the remote control box and throw it on video music box and i would just mm-hmm. sit next to her and just watch kumo b and um, Sets of Sonic and um, you know what I mean the Big Daddy Kings and the Rock Kims. I'd be like, yo, I I loved it. You know what I mean? I just loved the music and I uh, loved the words. Just just falling in love with that art form. But then kind of realizing also that so I wasn't really good at being a rapper. You know, I just wasn't good at it. You know what I mean? I don't know. I, mean, I don't know why. I just didn't. I just wasn't good at it. I felt I felt a kind of confining. I felt that I had to rhyme. Right, even when I didn't want to run, you know, I just I just had to rhyme on the on the two, on the four, on the eight, sixteen, thirty-two. Yeah. If I was really nice at it, this is a real artist thing, kind of weird. Um, when I started writing my raps, even like the lined paper, so I have a line here, then a line here. I felt like the lined paper would like like constrict me. So then I started writing everything on non-lined paper, and then I forsake the rhyme, and I was just write, 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 and. Next thing you know, man, like some years later, man, started getting into poetry. I didn't realize it the whole time, though. Growing up in the truth, I was surrounded by poetry. There's so much of it in the Bible. One day, one day, one of my homeboys, man, who lived in the same building, um, he said, yo, I saw this this poetry thing and I taped it for you. And I was like, okay, it was on HBO. Um, and uh, so he handed me a big VHS joint. You know what oh, I mean? yeah. And oh, he yeah. had the, um, yeah, like six tissue. six of them things on. Yeah, <laughs> had the little tissue paper like in the corner <laughs> so you could record over it. <laughs> For those that know, no, you know what I mean. If you know, you know. He had the little <laughs> tissue paper in the corner so he could keep recording over it. And he recorded this program, and it was called Slam Nation. And um, there was a team from New York. Um, and they were competing to go to the National Poetry Slam. And there's a National Poetry Slam held in a different city every year. At least it was back then. I don't think it exists anymore, at least from from what I read online. I think they're changing it up. Um, But so a different city every year. Um, And I watched that team 
Uh, it was a team from the year 2000 um, competing to make their way to the national team. And on that team was this uh, wonderful poet. Her name is Jessica Camor. Another guy named Bo Sia, who was amazing. Um, Mums the Schema went to do stuff on, um, he ended up being on Oz. Um, I, never, I didn't have HBO, so I never had a chance to watch it, but I just know. Yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't watch HBO either. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I never had. So, you know what I mean? So I just knew, like, you know, like, he he, he was on, it during the movie, um, um, they were talking about, like, him acting and stuff like that, and another guy named Saul Williams. So they were on a team together, um, and I just watched them progress and listen to the writing, and I just got obsessed with it. And then I started, then I started writing more and more, and then I started hitting open mics, and then after a while, I started competing. Wow, wow, that's that's great. Yeah. That, that's yeah. excellent. I did my homework. You're a chess <laughs> guy. I, yep. I used to be heavy in the chess. I kind of slowed down over the years. But yeah, they, has chess had an influence on how you write? I don't think, I won't just flat out say no, because then maybe I don't know. Maybe it is influencing me somehow. But no, I don't feel like it's had like a direct effect on my writing although i love chess although i've there's a couple references in my work here and there i don't have a chess poem right i wish i did but i don't have a chess poem but they are kind of like two worlds beautiful though both both very beautiful yeah it's a lot of strategy involved you know outthinking the other guy being 10 yeah. steps ahead for those you know who follow this page you probably already know if you don't know now you know i'm a barber and i used to cut in the shop i'm in the suburbs now but when i used to cut in the hood we used to ask his brother his name was seymour he would go to different mcdonald's around chicago and which is where i'm from and which <laughs> he would just put out his chest board he have his timer he have his little clock and yep. whoever want to come up to the table and battle him he battle him and he was well known throughout the neighborhood. He would come. He would come when it was time for him to get his haircut. He would bring his chest board, and people would just had dudes. Even some of the dudes in the neighborhood, you know, some of the gangbangers in the neighborhood that was good at chess came in there and played against him. And <laughs> his thing was chess is mesh without a clock. <laughs> chess is mesh. Chess, chess is mess, but it's the he had that accent. He's like, chess is mesh without a clock. You know, <laughs> that was his slogan. Funny. That was his slogan. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I absolutely love the game. There's nothing like the game. Nothing like the game. And and now I'm teaching it, which is absolutely amazing. That's one of my favorite parts of the game is teaching it. Um, nice. So I got a couple chess clubs in the area that um that i run so uh, i got some kids uh and some of them are really good really good man. amazing kids pick up on it like quick man so quick. fast I don't, yeah. I don't understand they pick up on it so fast yeah definitely now yeah. have you won any accolades for poetry in the past yeah 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 a few you know i've, I've won some local slams and some um some out of town things and um uh, 03, 2003, I was a second place national champion that year. Um, and you have to go through a series of competitions to be able to get to the nationals. And then when you get to the nationals, there's more competitions during the week. Um, and, you know, second place national champion that year. And then I went back uh, in 13, 
2013, I started uh, doing some local competitions again and competing and some series of competitions. You win uh, enough of them, you get to go to the nationals. I went back to the nationals in 13, so it was a lot of fun. And then I stopped, stopped competing professionally, um, started teaching uh, workshops. Uh, I teach with the Westchester Arts Council and the Hudson Valley Writer Center. Um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's amazing. I, I see why this this particular album, Lucille's Son, is <laughs> is, is grabbing a lot of attention. Um, we, this is long. This interview is long overdue. We were supposed to interview about this album when it dropped, yeah. but you know, because <laughs> with Coffee and Beats, man, I gotta I gotta get on it when the albums drop. <laughs> that's my job, but you know, I'm a little late to party, but I don't care, man. I wanna I wanna put this thing out here. Um, I'm looking at this project. I'm looking at the flow of the track list, and it's it's almost as if it's telling a story about yourself. Yep. One of the things that caught my attention, and you kind of touched on it earlier, with verses like "I'm an '80s baby, so all I know is good rap and R&B," right? Mm -hmm. Or basically turning the pandemic and basically dressing it up with paraphernalia of hip hop. <laughs> um, is is a lot of this album inspired by hip hop or are there other genres that have influenced this album too? I listen to everything. I try. I try to listen to what I can listen to, right? Um, so I try to listen to that stuff. So you'll hear there's a hip hop influence on this album you you'll notice there isn't much drums um on this album but the uh the drums will be coming um i wanted to keep this just an ep and just keep it kind of smooth so so you hear like some lo-fi um kind of vibe to it you'll hear some some record crackling and just like a real like mixtape feel to it very early on in the project on the intro you'll hear a poem in the background um so that that poem in the background is actually telling is forecasting exactly what will happen throughout the entire album Ooh. really kind of listen to the poem in the background um it's just kind of cool so yeah man i like the project man i think it came out pretty well yeah yeah it, it really did um I, i'm just looking at uh some of the track lists you know we all we all love our moms man yeah, you got to yeah, start. You got to give moms that love in the beginning, right? Right, and it's named Lucille's son, right? So why yeah. shouldn't she set the album off correctly? You hear like a nice little uh, voicemail from her. Um, so I like I was very selfish, and there was times that she would call me, and I would wouldn't answer, and see if she would leave a message. So she didn't know, you know what I mean? So I I, I compiled a whole bunch of them, um, and those those are some of that you hear on the album. The intro, right in the very beginning, you'll you'll hear me say, um, I wasn't able to taste the loyalty in rain or hear the forgiveness in thunder. Now rain is on the album. There's right. a name, there's an album right. called. So right. I wasn't able yeah, to hear let it rain. before yeah. right before I begin writing, I wasn't able to taste the loyalty in rain or hear the forgiveness in thunder. I now count the seconds between the thunderous echoes in the electrostatic discharge, and I pose questions to the rain. Like if I plant a seed, again, if I plant a seed in my heart, will a garden grow or just storms? Um, a very thought provoking question, you know, um, what we deal with as humans. Um, you know, if I plant a seed in my heart, you know, will, 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 will a, a garden grow or just mm -hmm. thorn? You know, like who are you as a person? Um, right. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then you get that that voicemail and you get Mama's Grays. Uh, and obviously that's a poem um, about my mom. I was I was I was recently laid off. This was uh, right 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 before 9-11. I was working for a computer company during that time. There was a lot of Internet companies, right? The Internet was everyone was trying to be Amazon right before Amazon. Right. So mm -hmm. this little place was this little shopping portal and we were all doing like customer service and we were all laid off because the company went under. And so I was back home um, with my mom and I happened to look and she was in the bathroom and she was just looking at her gray hair, just looking at her hair, but like in disbelief mm -hmm. that there was so much hair, so much gray hair. Um, so there's a line in the poem that says, you have rightfully earned what you have, mother. Having raised three generations single-handedly with both hands tied behind your back. Yeah. It's true. As a black woman, you know, there was a lot of struggles she had to contend with. And very on, very early on, um, it says she threatens him every morning at seven with black dye. Obviously, the hair dye. Um, um, talking to numbers three and 31 as if they were her fourth and fifth born, because I'm the third born, the last born. So talking to number three and 31 as if they were her fourth and fifth born. And I often wondered if I caused 18 through 25. Uh, 18 through 25, the the, the difference is seven. Um, uh, so I'm um, talking, talking to numbers three and 31. Um, that's also seven. So that's another seven there. Seven means completing the Bible. Exactly. So that's why there's three sevens in that run. If you count them mm. all, there's three sevens and three is what? Three times for emphasis. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a hope that we could we could talk. There's all man. that throughout the album. There's all that throughout the album. That's what's <laughs> up, man. I love how you tied that in with your mom. You really yeah. put a lot of forethought into that that particular track. Now, uh, the, the two tracks that, that really, uh, again, stood out for me, because a lot of people okay. have gone through this in their life at one point in time. We mm -hmm. all talk about relationships, especially in Jehovah's organization, right? Sometimes you date somebody or it don't work out. You know, you that one, uh, yeah, and, and sometimes <laughs> people marry some, uh, they don't work out. That's true. There, there was a bar uh, for me, uh, BMH. BMH, mm -hmm. the song BMH, Rahab with no bravery, with none of the bravery, only <laughs> I promise you that bar right there, I literally screamed when he said that because <laughs> I felt that line. I felt that line. What made you think of the Rahab of Rahab who spoke up highly in the Bible? Very highly. Very, very highly. In fact, she was a uh, ancestress to Jesus, right? Mm -hmm. That line in particular is very interesting because obviously BMH stands for betray my heart. So the whole poem is about me betraying my wicked heart. Uh, Jeremiah uh, wrote for us in Jeremiah 79 that the heart is more treacherous than anything else and is desperate. It's right. true. Um, so that's why I had to that's why I'm betraying my heart doing the poem. So my heart is like Rahab with none of the bravery, only prostitute. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm talking about. That line right there uh, was a standout line in that poem. But then we flip it, right? We flip it. We go to the next track. And now uh, you're talking about someone who didn't betray your heart, right? right? Right. And yeah. Yeah, you spit that. It's one of the most famous bars off this off this particular album. There's a melanie within your melanin. Yeah. <laughs> what made? How did you come up with that line? 
this is gonna sound super weird, right? I know, I know artists, and you're an artist too, right? So sometimes uh, we, some things may be hard for other folks to understand, but sometimes I don't remember hmm. writing the stuff. I sometimes, so I have my little note here. Sometimes I'm walk, working, walking about that. I just write something down, bow. You know what I mean? And just leave it. Next thing you know, I'm working on a poem. I go, oh, let me go to this notepad. I have a whole bunch of little things in this notepad. So let me see. Oh, you know what I mean? And it worked. There's something about the way your skin soaked up the sun. There's a melody in your melanin. There's a rhythm in your radiance. A tinge of survivor's guilt in your cadence because you made it. Um. So yeah, yeah. So that's, that's like the overall line. But but to, if you if you've never fallen in love before or if you have fallen in love before sometimes your spouse or the person you are in love with their music they are music you know what I mean they are music that deep that person is music and I love music that's mm-hmm. the thing about it I am absolutely obsessed with music I do everything with music I uh, I cling to music I brush my teeth to music it's a soundtrack all day you know what I mean right. so yep yep so my love for music and my love for my wife uh that's what creates that melody in her melanin you know that's what's up <laughs> yeah great transition you know from right. you know such a dark relationship to a relationship of light and and, and, right. and then you know again one of the things that i was really impressed with uh with this particular project um wild is the wind i want to talk about that real quick um yep. the production side of it I'm a big, I'm big into production. I, I love listening to instrumentals. I love listening to engineering, mixing, things of that nature. Uh, who are some of the people behind this project that, that's giving you all of these sound effects? I mean, because Wild as the Wind, it, it seems like that one is just uh, sound yeah. effects galore in that one. You know, who, who's be- yeah. Win, right? yeah, <laughs> yeah. who's behind all of that, man? So uh, there's a brother who I'll shout out. His name is Corey. Uh, he's from Detroit. Uh, you can look him up on uh, Instagram as Rock Mass Entertainment. Uh, and that brother is amazing. He did all my mastering for me. Um, he he did a lot of things on the album because because I'm an amateur, right? So he did all the mastering and all that like hard stuff behind the scenes. Got my homie Rock Mass, who is a professional. Sure. Uh, well, I'm working on the music now for the big album. You know what I mean? So yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, and, and I'm definitely going to um, elaborate more on that, too. Uh, but first, before I get into that, uh, what is your personal favorite track off Lucille's Son? And which poem almost didn't make it? Oh, that's an excellent question. My personal favorite. And it's been a while. It's been a while since I like just let the whole joint ride. Um, because I was listening to it so much. You know what they, you know what they say, like when a cook is like cooking, and then right, like the food is right. ready. Sometimes they're not hungry. Yeah. Um, so uh, right now, and I just I heard it like three or four days ago. Right now, it's let it rain. I let I it, like rain. it rain. rain. I love, I love let it rain, man. Let it rain, man. The production, you know what I mean, and the uh, the whole Mary J. Blodge run. And that was something I was kind of struggling with at the time. Man, you inculcated like half of all her projects. Yeah, yeah. And let it rain. Um, I say, um, looking at me in the mirror. Like, you know, so so I was looking at myself in the mirror at the end of the album, but my mom was looking in the mirror in the beginning of the album. 
dear ancient of days right i'm just mm-hmm. talking to jehovah it's like i pray dear right. ancient of days you know let your downpour beat my back you want you know let your heavens of heavens moisture saturate my skin right. then yeah. maybe all this shame could shower away yeah maybe this regret from my sins could one day wash away you know let this guilt corrode so your fire can live in my bone marrow let your sun shower brighten my darkest day mm-hmm. you know what i mean so um you know in today's forecast calls for heat right it took me years to break the weather front you know how long it took me really say you know what yeah i'm a Jehovah's witness and i'm proud of it you know what i mean i ain't fronting for nobody it took right. me years to break the weather front so mm-hmm. this will be supernatural you know super natural natural no ghost whooping right no ghost whooping right right if you know you know young right. bucks listening to this right. they, you know go back to nope. 1990. Ooh. no ghost whooping listen god's hands are molding me like clay yesterday i couldn't recognize the man looking at me in there my reflection different so good morning gorgeous share my world but first take care of him you know what i mean yeah 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 and just keeps going on on i i think it's wise for people not to just abuse a um a scheme or just abuse um like albums or movies like that and just throw them in your poem but be very be thoughtful for where you place them mm-hmm. you know what i mean um share my world but please take care of him he's experiencing a lot of growing pains help mm-hmm. him break through We've been, and then, you know, this is Jehovah talking to me. We've been too strong for too long. Mm-hmm. You and me, mm-hmm. we done had enough rainy days. So no right. more drop. What's the mm-hmm. 411? For real, son, it ain't over till it's over. So when you hug him, make sure you hold him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, mm-hmm. so, because he's fragile like a bomb, but dangerous like an unfinished poem. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like I just try to poem. make like sense. That. Yeah, I try to make sense. And I try to, whoever the listener is, I hope, I hope there's like a, a a layer of it that they get and they understand, and I hope there's another layer of it that they just they have no idea what I'm talking about. I hope I hope that happens too, because that means that they have to go back and listen again. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And, and you find something new uh, for me, even when listening to this, it, right. you find something new that you didn't hear the first time when right. you listen to the poem. So, and, and now interviewing you, you, you get a. Uh, you know my eyes are now open to a lot of different things uh different so, elements that you have added uh to some of the point so and you'll you'll hear that in a lot of my poems where i take a scheme and i run it for a little bit and then go on to something else let's don't keep else. doing it over and over again like chocolate boy is a perfect example of that there's a basketball run in chocolate boy yes you know yes I mean? That's I could have did that throughout and, the whole poem, yeah, right? Exactly. It could have been one poem, but none but bat, bat alley you, uh, steel. Uh, you know what I mean? Could have right. been like a whole, but. But here's the here's the issue. Here's the issue. You have people that aren't into basketball, right. so if you take the whole entire poem and you're just making basketball metaphors, person that don't watch basketball don't. This is gonna fly over their heads. You yeah. know what I mean? Exactly. So, yeah that exactly. definitely makes sense appreciate yep. that you just dropped a new video yeah Can you man. tell us about it yeah so uh if you don't know i'm gonna find out in two seconds um there's a poetry collective that a sister from uh philadelphia created called the poetry corner and i was able to feature back in 2020 
she so she created this thing called Dear Poet. And she was like, hey, like I'm gonna be putting up on our page. So on Instagram, it's the Poetry Corner John, the Poetry Corner John J A W N. Um, it's a Philly word. It means everything. They call it a super noun. Uh, <laughs> and I'll uh, have that link down in the description below too. Awesome. Uh, so she created a strain called Dear Poet, where every Thursday she would just write like a little blurb on a page. Dear Poet, da da da, keep writing. Dear Poet, da da da, keep writing. And she's like, hey, you want to put one up? And I was like, all right. So I started writing it. Um, and I was like, yo, this might sound good to some music. Yo, this might be a cool video. So, and it's just about, it's a letter from, from me, essentially, uh, to a poet. And it's kind of explains how to write a poem from beginning mm -hmm. to end. Explains I've never been able to explain my process. I can't do that. I don't know my process. It just mm -hmm. happened. It just mm -hmm. ha I don't know. It just happens, right? Um, I'm not very. Um, some people are like mathematicians with it, and they know exactly. Right now, I need a metaphor. Right now, I need a simile. Right now, I need iambic pentameter. I don't do that. I, I just write. It just right. whatever feels. I'm a feeler. Yeah. You know. What I mean? So if yeah. it feels right, I'm gonna write it. Exactly. Um, so so the beginning of the poem um and i probably could have stopped after three lines it says first you must find it and it's true first you must find the poem the poem is out there somewhere uh, first you might find you have to go find it sometimes a poem will run away from you sometimes you'll wake up in the middle of the names oh that might be a good line let me write that down if you don't write it down you're not going to remember when you wake up you're not going to right right um so sometimes a poem will run away from you so sometimes you gotta first you gotta find it then you have to feel it are you feeling the poem what is, is it rough is it soft is it silky is it cashmere you do do you see sound is it is it is it a dark color is it light color is it a purple magenta or is it a blue are you feeling the poem what's the texture of the poem um mm -hmm. and then you have so once you feel it then you have to feel it if right. you ain't feeling it you ain't gonna make me feel it so first you have to find it then you have to feel it then you have to feel it so that that is as that i just wanted to put out something put out a single um so, right. so that's the single the single will be available on all streaming platforms 12 1. uh it will be on all streaming platforms and the video i did the video myself i just got a little green screen but <laughs> that's what's up that's what's yeah. up is, is this a opener to a future album that's coming out or yeah man the the album right now who's it's untitled i don't know what the name is I have no clue what the name is. So obviously Lucille's Son was an EP. Um, and so the big album will be out uh, in 2024. When? I'm not sure yet. Uh, we'll see. Uh, but I definitely want to put it out in 24. So uh, that the big album coming soon, man. And I'm looking to, I'm looking to have some features. Um, I'm looking to have some of my friends on it. So nice. that'll be awesome. Yep. Nice, nice. Yep. In the meantime, check out, yep. if you haven't done so already, Lucille's Son. Buy your boy hostage 1914 that link will be in the box down below go go yeah. click that link after you watch this video and check out the album available on all streaming platforms real quick before we get out of here i got a section yep. called coffee vibe coffee vibes only and um basically what i I saved this section of the show for is is there any albums that you want to put the people in the cafe on like whether it's old new any genre uh, that you've been listening to that you say hey man get this one a shot there's an album 
Um, and I'll, I'll give you the name of the artist. It's M.I.K. So I think it's, I mean, they must be international so somewhere. Mick and Samuel Kim. Mick and Samuel Kim. K.I.M. Uh, Mick and Samuel Kim. Um, they have loads of Star Wars lo-fi. If you haven't heard it. What? What? Man, Star Wars. I'm a Star Wars lo-fi. fan, so. Man. Man, I don't know. If I could share my audio, man, you got to hear some of the stuff. It's absolutely amazing. It uh, helps me write. But uh, yeah, Star Wars, lo-fi. Mick mm-hmm. and Sam Kim. It's crazy. Send, send me the link, man. Send me the, okay. send me the material off yep. wax. I'm, I'm definitely yeah. looking for something. I'm always looking for something new. I, I, yeah. You know yeah. me. I swim across every sea of genre so i'm i'm all over the place yeah and you know some you know about some of that uh that uh um what's his name Uh, i forget i forget the guy's name i gotta find it but he did like a whole album of just wu-tang oh orchestra uh l L. michaels l michaels the l michaels affair yes (laughs) l michaels affair oh he's amazing amazing man absolutely yeah. amazing uh listen to a lot of uh, afro latino jazz and um i still got my bjork and my uh smashing pumpkins and you know what i mean mm-hmm. so i listen to a little bit of everything man i, I love it man. that's what's up that's what's up i'm going to be in my next episode after this one um i'm actually going to be reviewing a couple of uh, new projects but okay. it's uh, one in particular cartoons just dropped the producer cartoons just dropped a new album really it's pretty good i think you'll enjoy that one and then it's this lady her name is uh okan a-k-a-n o-k-a-n i'm gonna be reviewing her album coming up i'm not gonna really voice on the the project but it's pretty good if you're looking for something different to add to your arsenal and you know for those who are listening check it out we'll be reviewing it in the upcoming episode but that is it that is it brother yeah i appreciate you thank you for for joining us (laughs) for sure and when it comes to uh, coffee when it comes to poetry and when it comes to music stay grounded for life and we will i will see you on the next one he gonna see you on the next album (laughs) see you on the next one all right peace peace